Hi everyone, I'm your host, Kyle, with a K, and this is Ruminations of Red Rum. This is a little side dish, if you will. Um, Ian is here with me today, without an E. No E. Can't have it. No. No E. Today, we decided that we kind of just wanted to shoot the shit, uh, share a drink in these troublesome times of the COVID pandemic. And kind of just relax and talk about horror. So the next 30 to 45 minutes or so, you're kind of just going to get a glimpse into our friendship and what we like to talk about. And we'll we'll, honestly, depending or not how much of this or roses I actually drink, I'll probably forget I'm even on the cast and I'll probably just feel like I'm talking to Ian at this point. So it's uh, yeah, that that will happen. It's uh, I know you well enough that uh, but I mean. Let's just have some fun. So Ian is a returning uh, host on Ruminations of Red Room. If you've listened to the previous episodes, you've you've heard him uh, and his insight on the topics we were covering. Uh, Today, I just wanted to get to know Ian a little better for the audience. And um, honestly, cheers. Cheers, Ian. So we can go a couple different we can go a couple different ways with this because I didn't structure this out at all. I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to shoot the shit. There's no structure to this. Hell yeah. I'm down. So um you wanna go origin? You wanna jump into some you know what? Let's go origin. How did you how did you get into horror movies, Ian? Easy. Um I'm two parts. Uh one part uh sports fan. And the other part, movie fan. And uh, this is to relate to my parents. I feel like a lot of people do this. Uh, I just, I didn't have anything in common with my parents. And uh, my dad likes sports. I discovered a love for sports. And my mom likes movies. And discovered a love for movies. So it worked out. Did you, did your mom like horror movies as well? Yeah, she would actually uh, try to get me to go, uh, with her and her friends whenever a movie came out. Um, it was always kind of a, an event. Uh, and it was cool. I, I really liked that she uh, included me in that. that I way. mean, yeah, you are her son. I would hope she would include you in as many well, things as possible. <laughs> but yeah, I know it doesn't happen all the time. I'm, right. I'm lucky, yeah, you, you are lucky. Um, what are your um, earliest memories of like horror movies that you went to see with her? Mm. You know, a really good memory. It's not early. It's uh, it's when the Evil Dead remake came out. Mm. Um, but uh, that's uh, it was just me and her, and uh, we we had like an argument before that. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm. It was probably something like, oh, I'm I'm grown. I'm even though I was probably like fifteen at the time, sixteen, whatever. And uh, so I actually sat in a different row as her, and I was scared shitless throughout the entire movie it was the worst mistake of my life (laughs) i I was like oh my god this is this is so scary i can't i can't do this and then after the movie was done uh i was like i'm sorry mom i i can't do that i can't do that again yeah it's one of those situations where you like your parent totally calls your bluff and like you're like you know what i'm just gonna run away from home and then you wind up getting like halfway down the block and you're like 
Maybe I should just go back. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, this was kind of a bad idea. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead remake, man. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Great movie. Some would say better than the original. Would you say that? Um. Oof. You know, I've I've thought about this, and I I still don't have a still don't have an answer. I can't. I can't. I can't. They're they're equally uh, enjoyable in their own way. I think the fact that you can't answer it is a good sign that it's a good movie, at least. Yeah. Like, the fact that it's not a, you know, definitive, like, yes, the original Evil Dead is better. Like, the fact that you can't answer that is a good sign, I think. Yeah, it's one of the um, best remakes, in, in my opinion. Or re... Uh, not a remake. Is it, is it a remake? Uh, yeah. Like remake, reimagining type yeah, thing, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't call it like a reboot, but No. No. Um I mean it did change up the main characters and all that though. So yeah. I would say probably more of like a reimagining. Um, so you said that you love sports, you love movies. Why horror movies though? I mean, do you love all kinds of movies or is it just particularly horror movies? Um, horror, obviously, is my favorites. I'd say, um, and then you go to uh, Korean thrillers. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> love me a good Korean thriller. I uh, fell in love with that genre hard, hard. I want to know why. Like, what what got you to that point? Because just for for the viewers, the listeners, he talks about Korean movies a lot. <laughs> And it's interesting because I, I mean, I've seen a handful. I've seen probably more than a handful, but I, uh, he, he, he kind of gravitates towards them in conversation and always uh, references them when comparing like horror movies and stuff. So why, why, why Korean horror or just Korean thriller horror in general? Like what got you on that? And like Korean cinema horror thrillers. Yeah. Horror. Where did that start? Um, it all started with the wailing and that's that's a discussion for another time. Uh, or now, let's hear it. Or now, no, I, I want to wait on that one. Just uh, I want to wait for for the episode on that one. Well, we don't have to break it down, but like, what what about the wailing just captured your mind and like made you obsessed with that like style of you know film? I've never seen uh, uh, a movie that long and been interested for two and a half hours. Every second of that movie was just was thrilling, was amazing. The, the ending is a banger. Yes, <laughs> yes, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna throw in a bad joke. I'm really bad at that. But um, so the ending's really good. I haven't seen it. Um, it's still on my list. You've recommended it to me a million times. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. I really need to go and uh, view that. Um, so, so the whaling kind of got you started on it. Um, what kind of bled through other, uh, uh, kind of caught your eye. Yeah. Stuff that came out for that is, uh, probably like, uh, uh, sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, old boy, tale of two sisters. I saw the devil, uh, Trinity Busan also. Um, but those, those are all, I, I, I just loved every single one that I watched and there was, there was no going wrong, uh, with, uh, there's no going wrong with a Korean movie. At that point, is 
is it one thing in particular or a combination of things? Is it like the style of directing? Is it the soundtrack they use? Is it the cinematography, the like acting? What what about it though is is appealing to you? So I'm going to say that um, most of them have a, a very grim ending. Uh, the a lot of them that I've seen have not had a happy ending, um, which is very unique uh, from watching American movies where mostly just end in uh, happy endings. Because the American guy always can't wins, or the, yeah. or the boy gets the girl, or the. Yeah. yeah, but it's just uh, yeah. I thought it was very relatable and realistic. The the endings. What have you been uh, into lately? I mean, is there any new Korean horrors that you're into, or are you running through a backlog? Like, what are you watching lately? Um, lately, I actually haven't been watching a a lot of horror. Uh, well, except for getting through the uh, the Halloween movies. That's been uh, it's been a chore for sure. <laughs> H2O though. H2O though. Yeah, that was that was one of the movies. Um but <laughs> uh yeah, I just have a I just have a backlog in my uh in my cupboards. I I buy movies and I'm like, oh, because I'll, I'll buy like a collection. Um and then I just have a bunch of movies that I don't want to watch necessarily, but I kinda have to because I own it. Um yeah. The Halloween movies have been fairly enjoyable. The one with Paul Rudd, uh, Curse, The Curse of Michael Myers. That one is probably the worst one by far. Um, and it, I, I didn't want to believe the hype. I was like, Paul Rudd, how, how's, has he ever how made a bad he, how movie? How could Ant-Man go wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. But it was, it was terrible. Yeah, he, he was terrible in that movie. He was so bad. It was uh, terrible. Terrible acting. Just terrible plot, terrible everything, bad. Uh, and then H two O. It was it was enjoyable. I'll say, I'll say it was enjoyable. And then Resurrection, where I thought the first ten minutes was actually a joke. Like they was, put like a brief real. little like uh, <laughs> like yeah like a skit in the beginning just to throw people off. It was like an SNL skit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then it just goes into the movie. Yeah, because the whole th- uh, the whole theme, uh, the plot of that movie is they're filming a uh, TV show. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that movie. I I think I've literally blocked that movie from my mind. Like Bust. I've seen it maybe two or three times in my entire lifetime, and I can only tell you like very s- certain scenes, like little clips <laughs> in my mind that I remember. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that happened, or oh yeah, that happened. But yeah, like like as a whole, I don't, I don't yeah. remember it. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Buster Rhymes doing Kung Fu in that movie? <laughs> I remember Buster Rhymes. I don't remember the Kung Fu, but that sounds like a thing. It, uh, he was, as I said in, in the review in, in our uh, Discord, it was, he was the worst and best part of that movie. That would have been even cooler if he was like rapping while doing Kung Fu. Like doing that fast rap. I don't know. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might as well at that point, right? <laughs> After watching that, he's a gem. He's a gem. Oh, oh, <laughs> How is your collection going, by the way? Uh, my movie collection. Yeah, because you've added a lot of shit recently. The Ring movies, uh, the Japanese versions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, um, I, I forgot I was getting into Japanese horror as well. 
Uh, yeah. Which is, I, I did not want to, uh, you know what? I, uh, I wanted to like Japanese horror, but every movie that I watched was bad. Um, and then I watched the ring and I was like, or uh, I watched Ringu and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of getting the theme of these Japanese horror movies. I'm, I'm, right. And then I watched Ringu 2, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm starting to appreciate. I'm starting to appreciate what's what's happening here. And then I just fell in love with the, the other Ringu movies. If you had to uh, pick out three movies off the top of your head from your collection to recommend, like, okay, let's say uh, somebody who's not into horror comes to your house. You just got a spanking new girlfriend. You guys are yeah. hanging out. She's not into horror. And she's like, you know what? Take three movies off your shelf and I'll take them home and watch them. What three movies do you give her? Evil from Dead your Remake. Collection. From my collection. Okay. Yeah. 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 From, from your collection. Uh, Evil Dead Remake. Suspiria. The Amazon original the... one, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the one. No, the Daddy Rajinto. That's, that's a tough watch, though, for, for a new. Uh, someone getting into horror but i feel like it's just the colors and sound will be enjoyable enough um you said three yeah okay um i do tale of two sisters as well okay that's the that's another korean one so i have to give you props where props is due um i was not incredibly into like italian horror before i met you actually um i've seen some here or there i i knew dario argento actually from dawn of the dead and his close work with george romero on that movie that's that's really the extent which is crazy how i could be so into horror and not really branch out into argento's films but mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of i wouldn't say you pushed them on me but you encouraged them i think you knew that i would like them so like you kept insisting i watch these movies and honestly like i can't thank you enough for showing argento to me i'll i'll tell you right now as the audience may know if they're following through the previous episodes i'm really into slasher movies and uh, deep red to this day now is one of my favorite slasher movies of all time it's it's not it's not as good as the uh, 1978 Halloween to me, but it's because that just holds a special place in my heart and a lot of nostalgia. But uh, Deep Red is a close second, if not almost tied. That's how much I love that movie. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic. And I know that most uh, Argento fans um, as a collective whole are really into Suspiria. And I think there's so many good qualities um, from those movies. but. Um, I want to hear more about you and your opinion on the Argento movies, you being into them before I was. How did you get into Argento? And uh, what was your first Argento movie that you watched? Um, so, you know, it was, it was a while ago. I, I can't remember exactly. But uh, I, know, I knew I wanted to get into foreign films because I was kind of getting sick of uh, just walk, watching English-American horror. Um, so I just looked up on Google. I was like, uh, uh, best horror movies of blank country. And there'd be like 12 movies. And I just go through that list, start watching them. Um, I wanted to do Italian movies because 
I'm uh, of Italian heritage. Uh, so I kind of wanted to see a little of, of Italian culture. And um, Suspiria was the first one I got into <clears throat> with Dario Argento. And I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. He's he's a great director, great. Uh, it, it bringing in Goblin on all of his movies. Uh, I watched uh, um, Deep Red after that. Um, and then I just went through a lot of his movies. I, I can't even remember. Um, but uh, Tenebrae, uh, Opera, and then some other ones. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, great. He's a great director. Great director. I love the way he tells stories, and I love Giallo's now because of him. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Um, I, I mean, because there's a pretty big age gap between you and I. I think we're like nine, ten years apart. And, uh, but when we started talking about horror films, like that almost that wall, that age wall that people create in their minds, like broke down for me. Like I, I, like, I didn't feel like I was talking to somebody that was 10 years younger than me. I felt like I was talking to like, you know, like not to say that somebody that's younger is like not equal. That's not what I mean. But I mean, in the sense of like this experience, knowledge, you know, there's a way that, you know, a certain age carries themselves and you never carried yourself as somebody that was um, 10 years younger than me. I, I wouldn't have even been a guest if you didn't, you know, look like a 12-year-old boy. But um, or that being said, <laughs> or girl, <laughs> or girl. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I remember the first time we ever hung out, um, we watched Suspiria mm -hmm. at my house, and that was my first time seeing it. And it's funny just us going back and forth and nerding on, like, the shots and the colors and, like, at that like at that moment I was like, yeah, this guy's this guy's cool. Like he knows he knows his stuff. Like yeah. we're into the same shit. Um it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And and then after that, um I watched Deep Red and then Ten and Bray and then the list goes on. But there is a few more I have to lock in. I haven't seen Inferno. Oh, um, Inferno, yeah. Yeah. That's it's a great yeah. one as well. I've I've almost started Inferno like three times and then something else is <laughs> taken my uh like completely distracted me if you like suspiria i would give inferno a shot it's it's not of the same caliber uh at all but uh it's it's enjoyable if you if you like his other movies so do you and your mom still watch horror movies today like do, oh well she actually doesn't live in the same no. state as you right no she lives across the country do you guys still have that like bond like talking about horror movies yeah, yeah. Whenever I go visit her, uh, we we usually try to watch uh, as many horror movies as, as we can. You just visited her uh, not too long ago, right? Yeah. Did you watch anything while you were down there? Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, so, so feed it to me, man. What'd you watch? Uh, a lot of new stuff too. It was a, uh, it was awesome. Um, but uh, my mom loves terrible movies. Um. Uh, not sorry, not terrible movies, but uh, not well-known movies. Uh, kind of direct-to-video kind of movies. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so we watched a lot of those, a lot of Shutter Originals. Um, uh, I got into the Ringu films. We watched Audition together for the first time. Um, was that your first thing yeah, as well? Yeah, I think it was. It was my first time as well. Um, Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, she was creeped out. Uh, I. Uh, it was a it was a good time. Um, 
We watched, uh, I watched, uh, what's that Leslie Vernon movie, Behind the Mask? Leslie Vernon? Have you heard oh, of it? Oh, I, I know Leslie Vernon. I, I'm not sure of the movie you're talking about, though. Okay. It's, it's kind of a documentary-style uh, slasher movie where they're, uh, they're, they got in touch, a, a camera crew, uh, I think they're like podcasters or they're doing something for college, um, but they got in touch with a, a serial killer um, and they're just filming him and his routines when he's going to kill someone. And it's a, it's, it's a, it's a different movie. It's, it was, it was enjoyable up until the end. It, uh, it has a really bad ending, but uh, the first half is, is great. It's great. Very unique. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, I know right now I'm actually uh, so I just bought a jean jacket for the winter. Nice. And uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's more to the story. Let me finish. <laughs> I just I just bought a jean jacket for the winter, and uh, I have a few horror patches that I'm going to sew on mm. that bad boy. Mm. Yeah. So I'm customizing my own horror jacket for this winter. That's cool. I'm That's pretty cool. excited about it. I'm not gonna lie. I have I have some patches that I want to leave uh, a surprise for you, but um, but I'll tell you a couple of the ones that I'm personally putting on. I got okay. So first and foremost, on the back, dead center, right between the shoulder blades, I got my boy Vincent Price. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a little tribute to him. It's it's gonna look dope. And um, the two movies I'll tell you that I do have on there is Dawn of the Dead and um, 28 Days Later. Oh, okay. I got both those patches on there. But if you had to create a jacket of your own, Ian. A jean <laughs> jacket? Is, yeah. A little Canadian tuxedo. What's some patches you put on there, bro? Um, what are some patches? What are some patches? Like, these are things that people are going to see on the street, judge you with their Oof. eyeballs. With Oof. their eyeballs. Um... Undress you maybe. I don't know. It could happen. Um <laughs> I would put a, a a Jason Voorhees mask. Uh classic. Um if I could find a descent patch, you already know what's going on there. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> you already know what's going on there. I fucking know. I fucking know. Yeah. Uh, I pr- I try to get a a werewolf patch, like a maybe an American werewolf in London patch or some something I get my hands on. Yeah, because you don't go classic OG Wolfman like Universal Monster because you're not into those movies, yeah. right? Yeah, it's uh, it's a little out of my uh my age range, unfortunately. I don't I think know. that's a thing. I don't I, think that's a thing. It it totally is a thing. It totally is a thing. Okay, so my parents. I think it's a mindset. I think it's a mindset. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, my my mom and my stepdad they hate when I put on a movie, uh, ten years older, <laughs> or or before. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. They can't watch older movies. I'm I'm putting quotations up. You're just you're really missing out on some bangers, man. I'm telling you. I know. You're I know. really missing out on some bangers. I know. Um, but. Unfortunately, every movie that I've watched from the sixties, <laughs> I'm gonna say majority of the movies that I've that I've watched from the sixties have just not been enjoyable. Do you have one example of like a high profile horror movie from that time period that everybody loves that you just could not enjoy? Mm, that's 
That's a good question. That's a good question. I only ask the good questions, Ian. I don't know why you haven't realized this yet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just more of a, a 70s kind of guy. I just feel like it's... I don't... I, it... <sighs> I don't like saying this because I hate when people when people say this to me, but I feel like it's a little too old. I feel like it's a little too old. And I, I, I'm so hypocritical. So hypocritical. Is, is it the acting? Is it the pacing? Is it just the fact that it's in black and white sometimes? Like, what is what is the problem with it? It's the acting. It's the culture. Um, it's just mm. such a different culture back then. It's a different time, yeah. It's, it's a different time. It's too unrelatable for me. Mm. So in order to enjoy a horror movie, it needs to be somewhat relatable to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, that's, a, that's a fair statement for most people, right? I mean, I guess. I don't know if I would agree. I mean, a lot of the reason why I enjoy the horror movies that I enjoy is because they're situations or circumstances that I would never be in. So they're kind of unrelatable. Yeah. In a lot yeah. of ways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's I like mean, yin yang to that though. I mean yeah. I think they go hand in hand. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think um Mitch, which is the uh the president, the chief, the emperor, the ambassador. The ambassador of uh the Ruminations Radio Network, we had a um a conversation about that and uh, I told him that a lot of the the um, one reason why I think I may like slashers is because a lot of the like nightmares I have or had as a kid is like me running away from like a singular figure or like being scared by like an unstoppable force kind of person or thing. So yeah. maybe it does. Maybe it is. That's how I relate to it. Maybe that's why I'm so into it. So yeah, I guess there's a yin and a yang. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a the. There's just a few, though, that you need to watch. I, I mean, I would say even a good recommendation. It's not necessarily horror, but they're just so well-written, and they're pretty relatable to today, a lot of them. Watch the original Twilight Zone series, man. I've seen it. Do you... Okay, like, like have you watched a lot of it, or is it just, like, a couple I've, episodes here and there? I've or? watched, like, probably, like, at least two seasons. Uh I've 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 I watched a lot a lot of that. Um they're they're enjoyable. Um yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not totally giving up on movies past the sixties. I'm just uh sure. I'm uh you know, it's just not my favorite. It's not my forte. My go to. Okay. I'm gonna go-to. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep fighting this fight though. I just yeah. wanna let you know that. Just because I, the way you insisted on me watching Argento films, I'm insisting on you watching a couple of these bangers because I know that you'll enjoy them, but maybe you just have to find the right one. Do you want more and amazing and awesome content just like this? Great shows with fun hosts. Do you want to indulge in some great discussion and rumination on a variety of topics? Join us at ruminationsradionetwork.com, the newest home to a diverse cast of podcasters and masterminds. So Ian, Cut. we talked we talked about doing a horror cast for a long time, bro. We did. We have. We have a long time. Ugh. Like years. I'm gonna say, like at least two years. Two, yeah. two, yeah, about 
two years probably. We're finally doing it. Yeah. How do you feel about how this is going, and how do you? I don't know. Give me, give me the realness. This is just us talking right now. Nobody's listening to this podcast. <laughs> realness. Um, realness. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited uh, for when we get our rhythm and start talking how you and I used to talk at work about horror movies that we watched the, the previous day or of the week. Okay. So you're excited to just get... Yeah, no, I got you. The, the formula is evolving slowly but surely. I think this is a great start to that evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like what we're doing right now. And um, I think this is going to give a lot of our listeners an insight of who you are and kind of like what your background is. Um, I'm excited too, man. Uh, like I've said in my intro cast on Ruminations from the Red Room. Sorry, Mitch. I love you. I almost confused our, uh, our titles for a second. Um, as I've talked about on there, um, I'm doing this because I genuinely like talking about horror. And you're one of the people that I like talking about horror the most so um i have fun having these conversations with you and uh, uh we are also going to be doing a um a little cast with georgie as well but that'll be another day um so if you had one message that a hundred episodes later, you're going to listen to this message and see if it came to fruition or see if it's even remotely the same feeling as you have now. What would you say about how this is going and, and, and your thoughts on this cast? When it inevitably blows up, we become Rotten Tomato certified. We're going to red carpet premieres when COVID is over and uh, we're sipping our whiskey at the hotel bar after that, you know, so-called event. To- uh, Tom Savini you know, and uh... Tom and you know the the typicals, the casuals, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. That's a good uh, that's a good question, Kayla. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty set on uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't really look into the future. I uh, I like to live in the moment. Uh. I never really get excited for anything. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just here for the ride. And I'm, I'm, if we make it and we're uh, Rotten Tomato certified and we're sipping margaritas and whiskeys on the, uh, in Malibu, that's, uh, where is, I don't even know where Malibu is. I, I, I don't think they have like, like movie premieres in Malibu either. <laughs> we'll just say like uh, Colorado or something. Oh, oh, movie premieres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood. 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 Hollywood Boulevard or sipping whiskeys. Sipping whiskeys in uh in Hollywood Boulevard. I'll uh I'll still just be living in the moment. So I'm 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 excited uh, uh for where this takes us. Cheers to that, good sir. This has been another episode of Ruminations of Red Room. I'm your host, Kyle, with a K. And this is Ian without an E. No E. No E. Any parting words, Ian? Uh, stay frosty. And especially stay spooky.